I'm Laura Allen, and this is Hello Thoughts. I've been lost many times. You know, like I'm floating around, just lost in space. No landing in sight, no direction. No understanding of which way is up, where the fuck is down. That insecure feeling of, what am I doing? What the fuck is my purpose? creeps up into my head just about every day. When you get stuck on that, that thought, that idea, I think it can quickly spread like mold. And we all know what happens when mold gets out of hand. That shit rots. Bit dramatic, I know, but it's true. So I'm in a state of feeling like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And it's hard to dodge those thoughts of insecurity to know what direction to take. But what I do know is that playing out that insecurity over and over and over can keep your motherfucking ass absolutely clueless. Oh, maybe I can... Oh, shut the fuck up. You can't do that. Or, oh, oh, I know. I know how how I can go about this. Where the fuck, where where do you think that's going to get you, bitch? Well, with that kind of self-talk, you get nowhere. Now, I'm aware that I'm a head case, but I swear this banter will come together and ultimately have a point. I think I'm on, on to something. I'm trying to crack a case, okay? Directions. There's so many to take. We can go this way, this way, this way, that way, this way. Endless, right? It's funny, though. Sometimes I think that some people, they they were handed a tiny map before they came to this planet Earth of ours. and, And they just, like, know which direction to take, where to go next. So calm about their choices, their path, you know? There, there are so many major things in life that we have to make choices on. And when I look back to the beginning, for me, my career, my first steps down the path of studying hair, that was one of the, the only choices in my life that I felt 100% sure of. You, you too, T. I'm I'm not leaving you behind, but I'll I'll save the lovey-dovey shit for you. Girl, man, whatever you want to say, that shit felt good. It felt real good. I literally never had that. I was this young human who spent my entire 18 years of living at that point just doubting myself. You know, having zero trust, zero respect, zero love. And here I finally had something I knew I just might be good at. What a feeling. My parents didn't want me to go to hair school. You know, they wanted me to go to college. Probably something of the mindset that they never got to go to college, so they wanted it for me. Well... I'm I'm going to choose to believe that as I share this anyway. So when I was like, ah, about a junior in high school, 
you know, they, they, they wouldn't, they didn't want me to go that route. So I couldn't do it during high school. Uh, they had the program available, but it, it wasn't happening. So I walked my ass across the street and I got, got me my first salon job as a receptionist. And it was so freaking exciting, which is funny thinking back you know, being at that salon year after year got, you know, it got old and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of this place. But, you know, wow. When I first started there, it was like, this is my world. This feels like home. So I worked as a receptionist throughout high school, all the while trying to convince my parents I wanted to go to cosmetology school and I was flunking every class and, you know, just not going to school. Um, the diner. I went to the diner a lot. I don't know. No one, no one was looking for us there. But they, they weren't convinced. You know, they, they still wanted me to go to college. So until I went to community college for one week and I said, nah, this this is not not happening so I dropped out yes yes after one week I really I really gave it a solid effort I gave it my all and then and then they they finally got on board they finally supported me you know the the good old parent turnaround and and there I went off off to cosmetology Suddenly, I was a new kind of student, a new me. I took that shit serious, okay? I wasn't there to make friends or to fuck around like I was used to doing. I mean, I mean the fucking around part. I meant business, okay? I'd say maybe about 25% of people there felt that way. And that, that's probably being generous. It was quite... A place full of characters. I spent a lot of lunches alone. But that was more because I was just like freakishly awkward with people. Um, until until I went on a few high adventures once I got comfortable with the gang. But then back to business I went. It might sound silly to some, but getting through hair school was such a huge accomplishment for me. The hands-on stuff, yeah, it came easy to me. I mean, come on, these hands were meant, they were meant to create. It's the only thing I got, guys. But passing a written exam, that was super intimidating to me. It was always so challenging for me to retain technical information, you know, being so busy-minded all the time and... And listen, you'd be surprised how many fucking nail diseases there actually are to remember. So, yeah, I fucking did it and it felt really good. And I was like, finally, something to feel proud about, you know, some, something to give me a smidge of confidence about. And then it all set sail, my career. I was already working in a salon and uh, for as messy of a human as I was, again, I, I, I took it super seriously. 
I was the sponge just soaking everything in, whether it was, you know, my role as a receptionist or hustling as an assistant. I knew there was so much to it all and everything was relevant to me. You know, every piece of it mattered. I wanted to learn it all. Hey, look at me feeling like I actually have a little control over here. Learning about something I love. And uh, look at that. I actually might. I'm good at this. I'm, I'm good at this. But as soon as I left this beautiful, safe bubble that was the salon, there I was still trapped in my insecure basket case of a mind. Anyway, I started to move on, you know, into hair and connecting with all sorts of humans. And I quickly understood that, you know, the power of our industry, the beauty industry, the influence and the desire that people have to look a certain way, you know, which since 2004 has dramatically got more terrifying. Let's, let's just think about that. And I realized that I was certainly not alone in my insecurities, that um, understanding really left me carrying a lot of weight between my own insecurities and, and uh, knowing that these people had a lot on their shoulders too. So I felt this need to help people, you know, understand what I, I couldn't seem to and some of them couldn't, couldn't seem to. Come on, people need to feel good about themselves, you know, and it just played and played and played in my mind. So here I am, you know, I'm progressing, fully committed to my craft and building relationships with my clients and uh, you know, I did just decide to leave a job. Now, this is somewhere around like 2010 or 11, no, 2010. And I, I'm looking for a new salon to, to go to. And I start doing the old daydream thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start me a makeup line, uh, an inspirational makeup line. Bang, bang, be a new gorgeous. I mean, my mind really went on, you know, thinking of all the things that I could do. Think of all the girls I can help encourage to feel beautiful, unique, uh, actually appreciate themselves, their beauty, all while I tore myself up on the reg. But yeah, the dream was there. And then the reality was there that uh, your girl was living paycheck to paycheck. And as I looked into the process of starting a makeup line, I mean, that shit was crystal clear. That, that vision was simply a fantasy. Now, I'm not saying that it's impossible. Uh, people do it without money. You know, they find their way into successful self-made businesses all the time. But I let the uh, overwhelming truth in numbers scare me away from any sort of attempt. 
And I, I went on, you know, to find work to keep it real. So I carried on working for other people, kept my passion and my craft, kept my compassion for people, and went about. Later on, despite juggling motherhood, which working moms, I bow down to you. Um, it's not easy, but you know I'm the, I, I'm the type of person that I I can't I I just have to do my ultimate best at whatever's in front of me, and um, I like to think I I was able to juggle that nicely, and um, doing my best to throw myself into it all. Um, I was presented opportunities, you know, to manage businesses, even start them. Uh, I was really trying, you know, for everyone else. But yeah, trying. And in my mind, I, as I, I took my career chances, I, I never had that sure feeling. You know, the one that, that I once had, making the decision to start school. Uh, that was like a black and white thing for me. No in-betweens, nothing else to look at. It was like, I'm doing this. But, you know, each time I made a choice to go in this direction or that direction, you know, that nervous feeling, it would just be there. That feeling of second-guessing myself, and it it just was always present behind any choice I made. As things didn't carry out the way I thought they might, I see now that uh, some of those feelings of nerves were more more of an intuition that I didn't follow. You know, trusting myself was always such a foreign concept. How can I how can I trust a self that has spent decades trying to destruct? That that would make no sense. So after I had my second precious human, Roxanne, I was approaching, you know, getting back to work. And at that point, things completely shifted for me and my career. You know, I felt the weight of, of a lot of loss sandwiched between the weight of watching the corrupt parts of the beauty industry. Yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry. I just... I can't help it. I'm a serious type of bitch. I just can't help it. It can't be ignored. It just can't. No matter how much I love it, I, I, you know, my hands and hair and my clients and all that stuff, I just, it just can't be ignored. So I was like, I have to do something that will help me get past this depressed mindset and and get my ass inspired again so there it was the old bang concept that I could never let go of you know so many years had passed and I just couldn't let go of the old idea you know I, I couldn't do what I originally wanted but I, I chose to channel that idea into a new project so my cornea started to make these denim aprons for my clients. 
And uh, I printed up a list of about 20 questions and I went back to work. And each of my clients would get their little list of questions. And I started, you know, asking them to fill it out. And, you know, did they want to? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They probably thought I was ridiculous. But for me, it was like a moment to show them that they mattered to me beyond their hair, beyond their looks, that their thoughts, their opinions meant a lot. It felt good. It felt like I was doing, you know, well, something. Even if it was only in my noggin, it felt like something. A few months later, COVID hit, and I was out of my element, as we all were. God damn, aren't there, like, so many negative things to say about that pause. But as time continued, I, I again found myself back to that same idea, which led to this banter and, and my art. Now, my art of her collection is all about that original idea. That bang seed just planted in there many years ago, and I, I, I can't remove it. It's literally woven into my being. It's my past, and yes, it's an old idea, but it, it's just latched on to my present and my future. And there ain't nothing I can do about it. It's my heart. It's uncontrollable. You know, this feeling of this is my purpose. So I may not have a makeup line, you know, or a booming clientele. And I may not make that movie I've spent time writing on. Or I may never sell any of my art. But I do know that I can't look away from what matters to me. And that's standing behind creating something that can inspire people to see themselves as art. We are all works of art and we all need to care for ourselves. Our past, our present, our future matter. Who we are as individuals matter. And our purpose whether big or small, matters. I hope that you take the time to hone in on what matters to you, to find your purpose and, and to push for it, you know, despite insecurities. I'm sure as shit gonna try. And I know you will too. Because what else is there, you know? Like, and when I was thinking about all this and kind of it was all starting to register like I've been stuck on this idea for so long it comes back and back and back in different ways but it's always the same you know and ultimately I, that's because it just matters to me and um, I hope you know, you, you hone in, like I said, on, on what really matters to you, because I don't know, I, I, I think about, you know, sometimes I, I felt discouraged along the way, not, not being able to achieve quite what I wanted, but 
what's more upsetting is to think of that idea just not there. You know, what then? I'd rather have the idea and try than, than to give up on it. I mean, that, it's, just, it's just not possible. It's just, it's in there. Like I said, and that, that shit ain't going away. And, and I, I look forward to, um, being okay with it on a small scale, you know, like I once had big dreams about it, but I have two amazing daughters and just the idea of being able to help them understand all the things that I struggled with, you know, to hopefully have that already woven into their brains that they're amazing and to fight against any sort of insecurity is, you know, I'll be happy with that. That's really all I can ask for at this point, but if I can help someone else too, I, I will certainly accept that. It's, it's, my goal. So some people think, you know, those positive minded people that you can um, manifest your own destiny, the secret. Well, today I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to believe in that because, hey, it does sound like a really good idea, doesn't it? Check back with me tomorrow. Hopefully I'm hanging on to that feeling. I hope you are too. And uh, cheers to us clinging on to our purpose and celebrating it. No matter, no matter where it goes, hold on to it. I've been insanely inconsistent with this podcast, so I will talk to you when I talk to you. I'm going to go have a glass of eggnog. Yes. Yes, I said that. It's a creamy beverage that a lot of people do not like. But hey, a little whiskey in there. I'm I'm going to have it. And um, if I don't jump on here, which I know I won't before the holidays, happy holidays. Happy fucking New Year. <laughs>